Hello everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Brew with Memory. And today, as promised, we are going to pull some espresso shots with the Mocha Natural from Finca Hawaii in uh, Colombia. Uh, as you may know, this is our rare edition coffee. And um, when you're using an, uh, an, an espresso or pulling some shots, sometimes we don't have um, a lot of material or resources um, sort of explaining how to pull those shots uh, in order to avoid too much uh, waste when you are trying to dial in because they come, you know, 100 grams, so which is quite uh, quite small and expensive. It's it's basically five shots. So um, given that you may use one shot to uh, dial in, uh, you have four shots left. And so that's why here I wanted to give you the keys and the small tips so that you avoid wasting too much um, coffee when pulling espresso shots with um, those different kind of slightly more expensive nanolots coffee. And um, that's uh, today the kind of recommendations and uh, tips can also be used for other um, sort of anaerobics, supernaturals, natural carbonate macerations, geishas, over a pricey um, coffee. So uh, about the natural process, if you wanted to know more about that, this coffee, uh, check out our uh, first Brew with, Brew with Memory podcast, where I brewed that, uh, this mocha on a uh, drip. I think it was it was a Kalira or a V60. Um, and uh, last week we did an Ibrick, a Jezve brew. And today we are finally going to use it uh, with espresso prior to um, pulling some shots. Make sure that you are sort of resting your beans for at least a week and I would suggest 10 days um, to really avoid having too much um, acidity forward and to have a more balanced experience on the cup. Prior to that as well, uh, I would suggest to take your time and also pour yourself a cup of water and something to eat, something to snack on. You can check out our food pairing recommendation with this coffee. Why? It's because this coffee is really aromatic. It's really, really intense in uh, taste. And if you have it by itself, it can be kind of kind of heavy um, to, uh, to finish it. So it's always it's a good way to pair. It's a very good dessert pairing or any little snack pairing as well. All right. The recipe uh, for this espresso is 16 grams of coffee and 36 grams out. So it's a ratio of 1 to 2.25 uh, with a water at 200 degrees. So it's a little bit um, kind of colder than the, the classic 204. And um, I'm pulling a, uh, a slightly longer shot than a classic 1 to 2. Uh, that's to really... Uh, create more extraction and um, and kind of balance out the um, acidity and the sweetness without compromising too much the body because the when you are extending your um, your shots you're also losing uh, the texture if you have a big a big bodied coffee um, there's not a lot of risk to do a one to two point five but here it's kind of syrupy 
It's not like super, super creamy, but it's not light either. So we're gonna extend it just to balance out acidity and sweetness. I weigh my coffee before, so I'm not grinding right in the port filter. That is to um, optimize the grind distribution. If you have a kind of distribution tool or any other way to distribute evenly the grounds, please uh, do use it. Um, if you don't have it, you just put it on a tumbler or something and you grind it separately. My grind size, uh, once again, it's very hard to, uh, to describe grind size, um, but from, from now you should have a little bit of, um, of experience on espresso and uh, know that in some coffees you are growing finer than others, especially for example, naturals. You see, if you tried our natural Ethiopian or natural Guatemalan, it was slightly finer than uh, a washed process. And that's because it's a little bit more um, spongy, soluble. So you can, uh, it's basically uh, drip faster. Well, uh, imagine that this is even more. We also have smaller beans. So uh, it is, it is one of our finest setting here, or almost as fine as decaf. And be ready to uh, also lose some uh, some ground with the ground retention. The finer you go, the more retention potential you have. So I ground about 17 grams. I should have about 16.5. All right. If in your machine you can do some pre-infusion uh, methods, do so with a slight pre-infusion of four or five, five seconds. Uh, if not, that's entirely fine. Just make sure that when you are pulling the, the, uh, pulling the shot, um, you have your first drops kind of at five seconds and more. You don't want to, um, to create too much uh, speed in the beginning. Because see, the water really travels fast. And here I am using a 18 gram basket. So I'm, I'm slightly underdosing my basket. That will allow me to, uh, to let some room for the expansion. This is a relatively light roast. Uh, I do not have a different roast for espresso and filter for this coffee, mostly because um, of the price of the coffee and the logistic uh, behind. So I will keep this coffee um, uh, on the sort of one, one, uh, one single roast profile. But I will show you how to adapt your pour, your, sorry, your shots, to create the same effects. And as I explained in the beginning, it starts with resting your coffee. And the second little tip is to, um, to grind it on something and then put it into your portal filter. All right, we are almost ready. And I am pulling my shot. Slight detail, make sure you have um, enough kind of minerals once again on, um, on your water. So here the first drop was about six seconds. So I'm really happy about it, but not too much, right? So if you're using our water kit, uh, for this water, I'm using 100 parts per million of um, general hardness and 
The alkylating tea I'm using is 75 parts per million, so a total of 175, which is in the lighter range of espresso that I recommend, but with this coffee, it's delicious. Um, the end time, the brew end time is quite short, it's 25 seconds, 25 to, to 26 seconds, and uh, I'll put it directly into a, a cup, and here, don't forget to scroll it. And let it rest a little bit. Um, I won't drink this coffee right now. I'll probably let it cool down for um, for another 30 seconds, almost one minute. That will once again aerate um, the coffee and the aromatics. You're not losing the aromatics by letting it for just a minute. Just opening them up and you have a really, really balanced uh, cup of coffee. Also, uh, you don't want to eat, uh, drink uh, coffee when it is too hot. Um, that is because you won't be able to distinguish all the aromas. That's kind of good, good temperature. If you can hold it in your hands, it should be good. Mm. And when you drink it, it really feels like a here a candy, like a red fruit candy. It's really powerful. Um, you have straight a lot of cherries, a lot of dried fruits. Um, some tropical notes afterwards. The cocoa part will um, will uh, will come on cooling, so not now. Now is really, really red, like the color red or burgundy. So you have a really, uh, really intense a uh, cup of coffee. The acidity is, um, as we say, uh, we mute it down, but it's quite intense. It's quite um, quite jammy in the in the intensity. It's not like a like an African um, uh, acidity, but it is in the tartaric winey acidity uh, part. However, what is really impressive in this coffee is the finish. Uh, you are going to taste and have this coffee in your mouth for a good five minutes without without being overly kind of exaggerating here. So that's why I always suggest to drink it with water. And if you can have a little snack, that's even better. Uh, I'll suggest um, chocolates, dark chocolates with, uh, with this one or nuts, uh, which will kind of mute down a little bit uh, the... Um, the fruitiness. Uh, if you want to intensify the fruitiness, you can try even dry fruit, but I feel like it's sometimes on the espresso, uh, the dry fruit um, gives too much uh, sugars. So I like the dry fruit with the e-brick jazz vein, but for espresso, I prefer cashew. And when you have the cashew with the coffee, it really balances out um, the texture as well as the acidity and the sweetness. I really I hope that you can try this coffee on espresso. Uh, I know it's uh, you only have like four or five shots for uh, for that one, but I hope you'll give it a go and uh, let me know uh, how it goes. Thank you very much and see you next time for our new drop uh, this March.